Welcome, travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. And this is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your humble guides on the quest to RPG adventures. I am playing Lieutenant Commander Eredrell Tarsus Severil, and I am a Lieutenant Commander on a spell jamming ship passed to this crystal sphere. I will be playing as the illustrious Finnegus Tiny Bucket. I am a halfling, and I. <laughs> we lost Josh. I am playing the Triton Selunath, and he is a College of Valor, very much meant to be upfront and personal in the combat. My, My master in life was once a great musician himself, and as opposed to bloodshed, would rather challenge you to a battle of music. Should you beat him, and we will have a fair and impartial judge, should you beat him, the book is yours. <laughs> but should you fail, your souls are ours. And now the conclusion of Class Warfare, Bard. Like this, and then start rotating in rapid fashion as I well up my psychic energy, and I will look directly at the cowering skull, and I will say, my mind to your mind, you end this night. And he needs a save versus Rolotham's Psychic Lance, upcast to fourth level. And the save is? DC 15. Stat, wisdom, intelligence. Intelligence, sorry. And he has an eight, so he fails. And he will take all 96, nine dice six for 42 psychic damage. Dang. (laughs) Nicely done. He explodes in shards of bone. Finnegus goes, hey, that one is mine. And the Dulahan hoots in fury. Hold your tongue and your turn. You're next. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not certain if you realize this, but he doesn't have a tongue. Yeah, doesn't have a face. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I said what I said. That is my turn. I can't move any closer to him, so I'm going to just hang here. And that brings it to the Dulahan's turn. And you definitely seem. Actually, you know what? At the end of your turn. Because this is a new round for him. 
Dulahan is going to use another of his legendary actions as you taunted him. Headhunt. And he moves up to his speed without provoking opportunity attacks and makes one battle axe attack with advantage. You're not flanked <laughs> anymore, Silo. <laughs> <laughs> So he has a dirty 23 and a 19. Sounds like a hit. I'm going to mage armor on the 19. I'm going to mage armor anyway, so it doesn't stop the larger one, but it will stop the 19. Oh, no, that was just the advantage. That was just advantage. The 23 is the only one. You don't need to mage armor. Oh. On on the upside, he did not critical. Because Um, if while headhunting... I'm going to do the mage armor anyway. No, I won't. I won't. Because I can always do it later because I haven't used the reaction. Okay. And his damage? 34. Woo! Nice. <laughs> Had it critted, you would have lost your head and died. <laughs> that, was, that was four. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yay! Okay, so, and that will come. Now it's the Dulahan's turn because that was his legendary action. <laughs> Stupid legendary monsters. And then on his turn, he continues to hack at you with that battle axe. Well, that's four. First attack is a 13. That'll miss. Second attack, 16. Hey, armor. And so it'll miss. Then he misses twice. Flame Skull is dead. That brings us to Selenoth. Cool. And to a new yep. round. Yep. I am gonna do this. So Selenoth again points his sword at the Dulahan and begins encanting a spell as a like a shot of flame in the shape of a hand starts snaking out of his sword and wraps itself around his battle axe as he casts heat metal at 6th level so the Selenath needs to make me a constitution saving throw So, effect of the saving throw, should he fail? He will take... So his axe begins to heat up, and he will take... What's this? So it starts at 2 at 2nd level. I'm casting it at 6, so it would be 6d8 worth of damage. And if he succeeds? Creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw, drop the object. So... If he succeeds, he doesn't take the damage. However, if he doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. And I can take a bonus action to renew that effect. That's hot. Okay. Literally. It's literally hot. It's literally hot. Yeah. Okay. He will choose to succeed on his constitution saving throw in this round, burning his secondary secondary (coughs) resistance. That's fine because it's still a hot axe. That's a full Does action. He take for me, damage so at this point. If he succeeds on this, uh, if he succeeds on the check, he does not take damage. Okay. But he is at. If the target doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Nice. Understood. 
have you concluded your turn? That is my turn. I'm not scared about the zombie in front of me. You're not what? I'm not scared about the zombie in front of me. What? He could eat you alive. He certainly could. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, at the conclusion of your turn, the Dullahan uses all, because he got all of his legendary actions back at the start of his turn after he used his last one, uses all three of them again for the Headless Hunt and comes back to you. Okay. His advantage and your disadvantage will cancel out, though, so you'll only get a single. You'll just get the non-nasty roll. Where's the axe? Where's the axe? For a dirty 20. Silver barbs. Roll it again. I've been struggling not to... I won't, though. I'll wait till the end. Oh, actually, shit, no, because heat metal is a full action. Silver barbs is not a cantrip. You cannot. I cannot. I will take it. 23 points of damage. I thought this was on his turn, so it's a whole different turn. So he all of his legendary actions back at the start of his turn. Oh, and actually, and silver barbs is a reaction. Yeah. Oh, if it's a reaction, then you've already used it for this round. Or, yeah. So here's the way that silver barbs is written. I can only get the benefit of one, one bout of silvery barbs, but it doesn't say that I can only, and actually it was last turn because I used it on him also last turn. So it was definitely last round when I used it. My question is whether or not I can use a reaction spell and an action spell in the same round. Yes. Okay, cool. Then yeah, I can use silvery barbs. Your reaction is separate from your action. Yep, cool. All right. Then silvery barbs, he has to reroll his 20. Twenty-five. Okay, so it's still a twenty. Okay, yep. fine. That's fine. I still have advantage next next time I attack. So, do you remember what the previous damage roll was? Because I had already cleared it. Twenty-three. Okay, good. Because my reroll was thirty-four. You can take twenty-three. Ooh, I'll take twenty-three, please. Yeah. I am not quite bloodied, but that was a significant hit. Yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> That's not nice. And then that zombie hits you or tries to. Yep. He has advantage. He does. Er, oh, that's the wrong guy. No, the zombie doesn't get to roll with the Dulahan's dice. <laughs> Please that's a significantly different attack bonus. So we've got a 17 and a dirty 21. That'll hit. If I get laid out by that or zombie, that is... damage as he tries to stuff any part of you that he can into his mouth. All right, now I'm And shenanigans slash Finnegan. Yes. <laughs> shenanigans. I'm going to run up behind this zombie, do a little roll, and take a nice swipe at his butt cheeks. Um, well, advantage. What's left, what's left of like... them? An advantage. That's a good thing because one of those was a one. Nice. Um, You're welcome. That is a. <laughs> 18 to hit. That will hit. Alright. He's going to take... Roll the one. He's going to take five points of piercing damage to the buttocks. And how's he looking, by the way? He only had one hit point left. Ha! Sweet! And he is no more. As he topples, I will step up and put a 
hand on Selenoth's back and just have this little kind of pink light comes out from my fingertips and says, Shenanigans are here! We're good! We're good! And I'm going to upcast Cure Wounds at 4th level. Nice. So that is going to be... Actually, you know what? I'll go ahead and do it at 5th level. Why not? So that's going to be 5d... 5d... 5d8. 5d8. Twenty-four plus five, twenty-nine hit points back. That is oh. a lovely thing. Just because, yes. and I hate to be this person, but can you do the attack and the spell in the same round? If I have two attacks and I only cast one spell, I know you can't cast two spells. Okay. Fair but enough. you can melee and spell. Okay. In the same round, yeah. If cool. the spell is a bonus action. Which, for me, I have Vampiric Touch is, Eldritch Blast is, and Cure Wounds and Lesser Restoration all are. Okay. Oh, that's a subclass feature. Excellent. That's a nice touch. That is beautiful. I did not know this. I was originally going to go with a different one of the colleges, but this one, the College of Lore, you get to learn some of the spells from other classes and have access to them at whatever version that is, which is nice. Nice. That is my full turn. Cool. Nice. That is much nicer than and cooler than I could do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna up ca- to Aradrio. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing, but less cool. I'm going to I'm going to cast Cure Wounds upcast to sixth level. Nice. All right. On myself. <laughs> and I'm going to add 32 hit points to my meager four hit points that I have left. Ooh, or six, six hit points that I have left. Six? I had, yeah, you oh, had me, boy, had had me shift it back. <laughs> yeah, you had me uh, literally on the ropes. I was like, ah! <laughs> Like, Mage Armor literally saved my life. Saved my life. Help! <laughs> <laughs> so with that I am healed anew, I am no longer bloodied, and I will maneuver I'll go here behind some kind of cover nice and then would I be able to try to hide in this position? Do you have a full action left to hide with? Hide is a action? full action, unless you can do it as a bonus nope. action as a thief. Nope, I don't. And I'm just going to crouch and hope that this tombstone will give me some kind of AC bonus if he decides to come after my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's the end of your turn? It is. Which brings us to his turn at which point he does get back all of his legendary actions. And he takes a two-handed swing at Selenoth. You know what? Why don't I just use this page for him? Haha. Now I don't have to shift on the initiative count. And he's at disadvantage. He is. 
So you won't have to worry about the 23. But the second roll was also a 23. Oh, well, the 23 will hit. That's a two-handed swing. So you take 12. And... Oh, shit, that's not on head. And this one ever hits with the battle axe. So you don't have to worry about the other, but you do take the necrotic damage. You also take 2d10 necrotic hmm. for 10 more, which I forgot to apply to his axe earlier. <laughs> Doesn't count on the Headless Hunt, though. I think he's missed you every time before that. So that's his first yeah. regular battle axe hit. The Headless yeah, Hunt yeah. is separate damage. And yeah. It's all necrotic. Yeah, nice. Cool. Okay. And following the Dulahan's turn, does he have any bonus actions? He doesn't have any good bonus actions. That will bring us back to the top of the round. All right. Cool. So first things first, as a bonus action, I am reactivating, I'm renewing Heat Metal. I wonder if he gets the saving throw again. Is that a concentration spell? It is a concentration spell, so I need to make my concentration check actually before What's the? I took 22 damage, so my concentration save is 11? Is it half? Yep. Yeah. I believe so. It's either 10 or half the damage, whichever is higher. Yep. All right. So it's 19 on the concentration save, so that's fine. Cool. Okay. So he needs to make me a constitution. A constitution. Constitution. He needs to make me a consultation save, and that's. <clears throat> the doctor is in. What was that? 15. <sighs> Meets beats. Oh, okay. Cool. So he doesn't take the damage, which is fine. I will merely attack him with my longsword, and I do get advantage because of Silvery Barbs last time. Mm -hmm. That'll be a 22 to hit. That will the first one. indeed hit. Okay. A second attack will miss. So D8 plus two slashing for seven points. Seven? Yeah, so that's bonus action, action, yeah. He pauses for a moment and goes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and is that the end of your turn, sir? That's the end of my turn, yep. Okay, so he will once again use his three actions for headhunting and zoom back down here. after himself some barred heads and on Eladriel he will make a battle axe attack at would be an advantage because of the ability but he's at disadvantage because of heat metal so it'll be a straight roll 21 silvery barbs silvery barbs a cantrip or a first level spell it's a reaction it's a first level spell I, and I have not cast a spell this turn, so. I don't know. That, that's cool. Just wondering if it would ever, if it would run out when you run out of first level spells, or if it would keep. Going. It does. This is in fact my last first level spell slot, and you can't upcast it. So my reroll is a twenty-seven. Yes, one. So, yeah. You said twenty-one. Twenty-seven. No, oh, right. You, you you take the lower of the two though with silver bars. Oh, 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 okay. And the original one was twenty-one. Correct. 
So mage armor is not going to help me. Because that will only get me to 21, which beats it, beats it. Your attack? 32. Ooh! Dang. I remain. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I exist! <laughs> oh, Alright. This is like and bobbing for hit point. That brings it back to Finnegan. Alright. I mm, uh, huh, let's see. How's Eradriel looking? I'm bad. My worst. I'm actually it, it, identically. He took away every hit point. I just got back. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will peek around where the Dulahan is, and I'll use my fingers to draw a little like heart shape, and there'll be this purple pink light that just emerges, and I'll flick it, and this little neon pink heart is going to fly over and hit you. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on you at not 5th level spell, so I'm going to cast that 4th level. Do, 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 do. Gotta do these guys. Yeah, you're all partial healers. Yep. That is 15 plus 5, so that is 20 hit points that you get back. And I'm going to move down a little bit so that the Dulan is between all three of us. And then once I'm sure that Eradriel's got my little heart thing will explode when it hits him. And then I'll look back at the Dulan from where I'm saying, I'll just look at him and go, when this is over, your axe is mine. <laughs> and that's going to be my full turn. <laughs> he kind of clutches it possessively. But wince is a little bit at the same time, though you can't really see the wince. Mm. Okay, and following you, we have Eladriel. Not dead yet. <laughs> not not dead, happy. dead yet. But I feel it is if I take advantage of the positioning that I have. So. I'm hoping this doesn't end up being a bad choice. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cast Rylothem Psychic Lance. I'm going to upcast that to fifth level. I'm going to, I'm going to stay in my crouch position, step up to one knee. And again, my hands are going to pivot like this, building up my psychic energy and going to look at where his head should be. And I'm going to say, it is time we bring this to an end. All of us, crowd, attack him now! And fire the uh, the lance directly at his heart with my psychic lance at his heart. For whatever reason, uh, my psychic energy affects his heart because he's got no head. 
And uh, <laughs> that's a intelligence save. Oof. Oof, he rolled a one. <gasps> nice. 96 psychic coming right at you. Double. That's a crit because he rolled a one. So it's 25 on the first roll. And 30 on the second. So is that 55 total points of damage? 55 psychic damage. Nice. That is the first palpable hit against him. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> I was hoping it would be that was the last palpable hit against him. No, he had been reduced from 135 to 104 when you hit him with that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so he's bloodied. <laughs> he is definitely bloodied. He staggers a bit. Oh. That is so not good for Ooh. me. So I just want to double check that the guy without a head isn't immune or resistant psychic damage? He's not. I double-checked. He is cool. resistant to lightning. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what he's resistant to, but he is not resistant or psychic. immune to cool. psychic damage. Alright, cool. Just making sure. <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> yep. Cool. I was afraid that was how I was going to find out. <laughs> that, that's my biggest damage dealer. Alright, and yeah, that yeah. is my mo- my movement. I got nothing right now. I'm just hoping somebody does something before he tees off on me again. Yeah. Next, it's his turn. Yeah, apparently, yeah. That was my <laughs> hope without, without, yeah, without merit. He is at disadvantage because he does not have advantage to hit you this time. So, let's see what that does to him. Hang on, there might be a secondary effect on the second command. He is incapacitated into the next turn, which means everybody has advantage on him. Nice. Ooh, which means he can't attack you. Correct. Okay. Shoot, given that, I could have ran away. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do that, Glenn? You absolutely can. He is just sitting there. He's staggered, and he's just swaying for a minute as your psychic energy crackles around his chest. Almost like binding chains. <laughs> and uh, he stands there on his incapacitated turn because on when he's incapacitated, he can not take actions or reactions. Nice. Yeah, I'm just gonna go to here. I can't. I'm not gonna get too far away from the combat. Oof. All right. So after that, it'll come back to the top of the round for selling off. Awesome. I'm going to use my bonus action to make him make his heat metal save. Let's find it's a constitution out. save. Con save. Which, how does him being incapacitated affect that? What's that? Dang. All right. He does have a plus three con. <laughs> wow. He rolled a, damn. Okay. But yeah, he rolled plus, a 19. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. I will. Let's see. I kind of hoped that you would stay near him, Aladriel, because I was going to use Wither and Bloom to go ahead and get you some hit points, but I guess in the meantime, I will just move up and attack him. At advantage. At double advantage, because I hit Silver Bar. That is a 23 on the first hit. That'll hit. And I think God's uh, advantage. A 14 on the second, which I was going to Is a hit on incapacitated fellow critical an auto crit? No. Not according to the condition. Okay. I was asking. I didn't. That's paralyzed. 
Yeah. Unconscious, maybe. Yeah, but it is yeah. not on incapacitated. And he takes nine points of slashing damage. He is and, bleeding heavily. And that is my turn. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I am going to. I'm going to stay where I am, and I'll eye up the Dulan. How's he looking, by the way? Oh, he looks pretty rough. Okay. All right. And I'll kind of look him up and down, and then I'll stick out three fingers and kind of flick him, and I'm going to have an Eldritch Blast come out of each one. Nice. That'll be, let's see. And they're at advantage. Oh, dang. Okay. And that's, I got a 20 on that one. Sweet. Thank you for advantage. So that's 20 on the first one. That's, oh gosh, 26, I think, on the second one. 20 was a nat 20 on the first one. All of that one. A 29. Yeah. 26 on the second one, and then it's a good thing I have advantage because I rolled a 2 and a 3, so that is a 12 on the last one. The last one will miss. Okay. Double the first one, however. Or the one okay. that was a natural 20, of course. Gotcha. Double. Double the first one, and then the first one is going to be 6 force damage, and then the second one is going to be 5 force damage. And the third one will just miss him, go over his shoulder, and just sort of fizz and dissipate. For the first one that was doubled, don't roll the dice twice. The first roll of the dice, max it, and then roll the die. Okay. Oh, are we doing max damage on that? Or... So, what the normal damage dice are what? It's a D8. No, sorry, okay. D10. A D10. So you yeah. get 10 for the crit, okay. and then roll the D10 and add it to it. And That's... that was a 2, so that would have been 12 on the first one in that case. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Okay. So that would be an additional... I think it would have been six more. Six more. Yeah. That way you can never roll less than your normal damage on a crit, because why should you? I gotcha. And my Eldritch Bash, they a little bit like hot pink fireworks. They fizz and spin, and they make this fizzy noise when they go off. <laughs> and they're so hot <laughs> Excellent. Type, but yeah. of course. Excellent. Um, I love that sound. That will be my like full... Gandalf the Fabulous. <laughs> yes. That will be my full <laughs> turn. I'm going to stay where I am. All right. <laughs> Aradriel. I am... I can't guarantee he's going to... I am not sure about this creature's ability to, to be successful with the lance a second time. Instead of healing, I'm going to move back to this position. So... Well, I'm already at advantage, so I don't have to get on that side of him. I'm going to get right here, and I am going to attack with my rapier. I have advantage, and I will be utilizing my College of Whispers feature, Psychic Blades. Nice. And what that will do is, if I am successful in attacking, I will be able to add 5d6 psychic damage to the target from my Ooh. psychic wave. Damn. Which is fairly similar to what my lance would have done anyway. I Actually, just, sorry, Luminica, you no longer have advantage because he his incapacitation ends at the start of your turn. 
In that case, I will go to the flanking position. I was looking up the spell right now to try to figure yep. out if it was at the start or the end of his turn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Good call. Thank you. Good catch. Yep. That's why we're here. Now, some things are at the beginning. Some things are at the end. It's hard to yeah. keep track of. <laughs> it is. It's hard. Yeah. That's going to be a 14 hit. That will miss. Eek. That's bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think he goes after you. Well, he's not going to go after him at the as at the end of your turn before his begins. Since he's no longer incapacitated, he's going to use his legendary action to hunt the head of the guy who bound him up with his lance. Ooh. And it would be advantage, but it's disadvantage because of heat metal. Will a 17 hit you? 17 will not hit me once I do armor. Damn. Mage armor or shield? Yeah, mage armor's on a reaction, I don't think. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, yeah, 17 will hit me. For 23. And yet you remain. And yet I remain. I abide. <laughs> now it is his no! turn. He regains all of his legendary actions. <laughs> but he's at disadvantage on this one as he swings at you again. Twelve. The twelve will not hit me. And the second attack, again at disadvantage. We've got a 21 or a 24. He will hit. For 11. And I am out. Dull. <laughs> but it comes out as. As Seyfel falls, not Seyfel, Eladriel falls to the ground. All right. And that concludes his turn and brings it to Selenoth. Okay, cool. Bonus action. Yeah, I need a constitution. All right, constitution save. Come on. The 15 plus 3 is 18. Oh, come on. All right, cool. So I am going to... But you've probably significantly reduced damage with the disadvantage on the swings. That's exactly. Okay. You know what? Raum's Sacred Lance has been pretty effective. So I'm not sure if it's because he's just not that smart or what, but I will, having seen the success of of my friend there before he died, I will also cast Raum's Psychic Lance. I will cast it at fifth level. So I need an intelligence save. To be fair, Eladriel's chest is still rising and falling. Yep. So he's not like dead. He's just... He rolled a two. Cool. So he failed. So he failed. So that is 8d6, and he's incapacitated. So let's see. I don't have 8d6 on me, but that's okay. Let's see. I'm going to use the handy-dandy dice roller here. Let's see. I think maybe... No, that's not what I wanted. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's see. 
thinking about it. All right, so that's okay. So that's 10, 21, 21 points of damage. He reels and staggers backwards, but does not fall. Oh, he is teetering with two hit points. <laughs> oh, come on. Is there anything else that I can do? I've used my bonus action. I've used my spell. I used my... All right. Fine. My turn is done. <laughs> <laughs> and he's incapacitated, so he can't use any of his legendary actions again. That's... Yeah, no, that, that's, yeah. a very, that's a very effective thing you'll have been doing. A it's lot a very effective life. spell. Then again. All right. I still enough got his thing going on with the doula hunt, so I will have been paying a little bit more attention to where Roger fell. I'm going to run up and slide home base style into the dirt next to him and conjure <laughs> up some sort of pink purple sparks in my hand to go, Don't you quit on me now! And I'm going to hit him in the chest. <laughs> like I'm trying to defibrillate him. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at 4th level. Just, come on! Just whack him in the You're chest. You're not dying on me today! Love it. Don't you die on me today! Oh, goodness. Alright, so that's 48. 4. 15. That is 18 plus 5. 23 hit points back for... Adriel. And that will be my full turn. Once I'm sufficiently satisfied that he's alive, I'll stop defibrillating him. <laughs> Clear! Clear! Adriel, as you your life flashes before your eyes briefly, you wake up from a dirt nap and you're like, still kind of lying there, but feeling surprisingly good for a dead guy. Not digging this at all. I... Actually, I'm going to go with what I know best, and I'm going to stick with the spell that seemed to have been most effective. I'm going to go with Rotham Psychic Lance, and I am going to upcast a fourth level. No, I'm sorry. I apologize. Upcast a fifth level. Intelligence saving throw 15. And he rolled a 15. So he'll take half damage, which is uh, 8 and 6. So he'll take half of 28 points of psychic damage. All right, so he'll take 14 damage to his two hit points. Yes. (laughs) And the way that this goes down is the psychic lance hits him right in the chest as before, and the lightning, purple lightning of your psychic energy is crackling around his chest, binding him in place as he staggers, falls to one knee with the holding the haft of his axe as the blade hits the ground and he half holds himself up and his neck starts convulsing and first weird bits of flesh and blood and goop and matter start spurting out of it and then occasional loud hoot hoots and then with a noise and then a noise and a noise three death's heads pop out of his neck hole Oh, that's not good. And with a mighty hoot, he rises back to his feet. No. Dang. No. 
Oh, that's fabulously bad. <laughs> Dang. Is he still incapacitated from mine, though? Until the fir- part of your first turn, but he yeah. can't help this. It yeah, automatically yeah, happens. Is... <laughs> if he's reduced to zero hit points and doesn't die or fall unconscious once a day. Yep. Or no, it recharges after a short or long rest. Oh, that's Instead, weird. he spits out three death heads and stands back up. Yep. Oh. <laughs> One of each type. So there is a petrifying bite, a mind-bending bite, and a gnashing bite. Deathhead swirling around here. Oh, jeez. Okay. Excuse me. How's the Dulahan looking after this? He's definitely... It's not like all of his wounds have closed, but a lot of them did. Damn. (laughs) That's poor. The Death's Head's... I'll take a chop. And I put them out randomly, so let's see. Looks like Sullenoth gets the G, which is the ganashing one. And it takes a chomping bite. It flies by you. Chomp for a 15? No. All right, and that will miss. And the M is the mind-bending one. Goes for Finnegan. Oi. With a 16. That is going to miss. Okay. Barely. And then the... P, which is the petrifying bite head, bites for Finnegan. Oi, what is it with you all? Go pick on someone else. And he only rolls six, so he is also ah. a mess. Flame skull is dead. Selenoth. Cool. In my math, a 10 foot radius sphere gets everybody. Yep. Right? Yeah, it's centered on me. Cool. All right. So first things first on my incapacitated friend there. He's now no longer incapacitated, but as a bonus action, I am going to make him take the damage for heat metal. He needs to make me a constitution save DC 15. And 14 plus 317. Oh, come on. Fine. I am also, so as my action this turn, I am going to cast Wither and Bloom. I'm going to upcast it to 15 level. So Wither and Bloom invoke both death and life in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on a point within range. That point will be me. Yeah, that point will be me. That's fine. Everything's within 10 feet of me. Each creature of my choice in that area must make a constitution saving throw, taking let's see, second level. So 5d6 necrotic damage on a failed save. So I need a constitution save from the three death heads and the dude. The Dulahan gets a 14. That's a failure. Nice. One death's head has a the gnashing. I'll go in the same order as the attacks. The gnashing has a 20. Succeeds. The mind bending has a 9. Failure. And the petrifying bite has a 13. Cool. So the only one that succeeded is the gnashing one. So he will get half the damage. Okay. And I upcast it, like I said, to 5th level. You did. And so 5th, let's see, it's 2d6. It's a 2nd level spell, so it does 5d6. So let's see. How do I? No, I don't want to do that. I want to do 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay, so that's 20 points of damage to everybody who failed the save and 10 points of damage to the gnashing. And in addition, one creature of my choice in the area can spend any one of its unspent hit dice and regain a number of hit points equal to the roll plus my spellcasting ability modifier so eradriel you can spend unspent hit dice to regain hit points you would gain however much you roll plus seven nice and how much damage was it 20 20 okay 
So the gnashing head is the only one that survives, the one that succeeded on the save. The other two shatter into dust right there in the air. Uh-huh. Cool. Nice. Right. That makes my next action a lot easier to figure out. And did you regain your health? I'm about to. Yeah. My Pump hit up, points. I'm about to. I'm about to. Because that's what he was dead to do. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Please tell me that's not a reference that's too old for you, Scald. No, that is like, Do you, mem- do you remember Criss Cross? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're good. So... You're going to be clear. <laughs> Matt, for a minute there. Got eight eight points on the die. Nice. Uh, so, cool. so you rega- so you gain fifteen. Yep. 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 Plus seven. I actually think can roll one of its unspent hit dice. Okay. Never mind. I, I thought you could roll re uh, re-roll more than that, but nope. So fifteen points for you. Okay. End of your turn. That is the end of my turn. That's my bonus action and my action. Yeah. Okay. Now that the Han is in his headless summoning mode. He has extra actions available to him oh, as legendaries called Mythic. So <laughs> on this round at the end of your turn, he lets out this horrible whale from his next stump. This is where I got the whole idea of the hooting was from this ability. Headless whale costs two actions. An echoing shriek issues from the headless stump. <laughs> Each creature of the Dulahan's choice within 10 feet of it, all of you, must make a <laughs> DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Hey. Is this against That's being frightened? Tr- it is not. It's against okay. psychic damage. It's a natural 20 for me. It's a 19. Nice. nice. It's a 9. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, Luminica, we're doing everything we can to keep you alive. Aradriel's <laughs> having a rough night. All right. So, Aladriel take, takes 15. You each take 7. Psychic damage, and only one person failed, so the dual Han only gains ten temporary hit points. Oh, he doesn't need to be gaining hit points. Yeah, no, thank you. You need that's. Is it there now? It's there. Fantastic. Okay, and that's his. That and that will bring us to Finnegan. All right, all right, all right, all right. But I am going to scowl at this guy, and I will hold up my hand, do the three fingers, and I'm going to Eldritch Blast at him and the Death's Head. But before I do, I'm going to say, Oi, why'd the Dulahan lose every race? Because he can't get ahead! And then, Ptah! <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him from the, from the Eldritch Blast. That's going to be two at the, the Dulahan and one at the surviving Death's Head. Okay. That's plus, is that plus nine to hit? So that's a twenty-two to hit on the first one for the Dubahan. That's a seventeen on the second one. Both will hit. Cool. That's that is the wrong dice. That's a D eight. I need a D ten. So that's nine, sixteen force damage as my little pink fireworks just and hit him. And then the last one's going for that surviving death's head, and that is a 17 to hit. That will hit. 
And that will be... Huh, a whopping three points of force damage as it and hits yeah, it. It's still alive, but he's ah. missing like half of a cheekbone and part of his jaw. I'm going to turn you into a spoon now. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my full turn. All right. At the end of your turn, Adulahan uses coordinated attack and makes a battle axe attack and one death's head attack with a reaction. So he will attack... Aradriel and the Death's Head will attack Selenoth. Axe. Oh my goodness. Okay, it's not like Headless Hunt where you're, it's, okay, he's still at disadvantage. You rolled a nat 20, which would remove your head, but he's at disadvantage, so I have to roll again. Why is he at disadvantage? Because of heat metal on the axe. Ah, yes, he is. With the headless hunt ability, that attack's made with advantage, so they cancel out. I was worried yeah. that was the case with this one, too, but it is mm. not roll a second t- natural 20. I rolled a dirty 22. That's going to hit me. So he's probably dead, but he's not headless. <laughs> He'd be in death saves this way. If he loses his head, there's no death saves. He's just dead. Dang. For 14 slashing and 10 necrotic. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, man. If he keeps you down, you can't keep hitting him. He's not an unintelligent bad guy. I get it. I got you. Yeah. Throwing out some pretty good damage here. I was just so saying, yeah. Already, thrashed it. And that brings us to Finnegan's turn. All right. Oh, man. Okay. I see Aradrio go down again. I'm going to go, damn it. <laughs> Stay up, man. <laughs> I will run up. And this time I'll one-handed defibrillate him. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds this time at third level because that's all I got left. So that is going to be... Four, seven, 15 plus five. So 20 points, hit points back for a rad reel. And then I'll scowl up at the horse for no reason and say, well, that attack was poorly executed. And then that'll be my full turn. I'll just kind of pull a face at him. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Rodrio. Like a yo-yo, you find yourself in <laughs> And he's down. And he's up. And he's down. He's not even getting up anymore. He's just fighting from the ground. <laughs> he's just gonna lay just like guys. Just go, I'm not fighting from this advantage. Um, when, when he was up. When he was down, he was down. When he was not liking this at all, I am going to go ahead and simply strike the Tulamon. I've got advantage on that attack because of flanking. That's a 26 to hit. I am using my Bardic Inspiration for this to do my Psychic Blades one more time. So I'll do my regular damage and then my... The Psychic Blades. So it's six on the regular piercing damage. Okay. And then for psychic blades, 
We'll take another Bardic Inspiration. And that's going to be 5d6. Eighteen points of damage. Yeah, he definitely is re-bloodied. Will <laughs> somebody please finish him? <laughs> and I will maintain my position so that Elmouth still has advantage. Okay. That is my turn. Makes it the Dulahan's turn. He regains his spent legendary actions and turns his attention after he dropped you. The last time he just turned his back on you, by the way, and went right back after Selenoth and doesn't turn back again. And he's throwing it all at him. So at disadvantage, first battle axe attack is a 16 or a 16. So a 16, which will miss, right? That's correct. And the second attack is a not 20 or a 19. 19 will hit, but at least it's not a critical. So six regular damage and only two necrotic. Critical fail on the necrotic damage. That was lame. And then the gnashing head chomps at you as well. 19. That'll hit. Four. Four regular damage and one necrotic. Oh, wrong one. He does not get that. This is the gnashing one. So four and four necrotic. It's a different die roll, though. Okay, so eight. So eight total? Yeah. Right. And that brings us back to to you, Selena. Okay, so Get bonus in. action. I'm going to make him. Wait, uh, yeah. B- bonus action. Make him take his damage from the heat axe. Big money, big money, no whammies. Ooh, not twenty. Oh, I also need to make my concentration save actually before we do that. Oh. So how much? So it was what? It was eight. It was eight. So only ten. Okay. But you got hit twice, so you have two saves to make. Once from him and yeah. once from the. That's I fail. So heat metal drops. Woohoo! That's bad that's, for us. That's bad. <laughs> cool. Okay, so I get my bonus action back, which is good. So I know that heat metal dropped, right? Like I would yeah, yeah, that. So you lost your concentration yeah. on the spell. Cool. Absolutely. All right, uh, it's going back up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm casting it at fourth level because <laughs> that that has been a really big deal. <laughs> that is important. So, we kind of need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we need him not hitting us. Yeah. So uh, you said that the con save was 22. Yeah, he just rolled. He rolled a 22. Okay. That's fine. The damage would be nice at this point, but honestly, the benefit of giving him constant disadvantage is much better. <laughs> yeah, he's gotten two nat 20s that would have beheaded folk. Yeah. That's scary. Uh, so yeah. So heat metal's back up, and that is my turn. Okay, at the end of your turn, oh. the Dulahan lets out his headless whale again. For a 15 wisdom save, please. Everybody? Everybody within 10 feet of him. Oh, man. All right, that is an 18. That's an 18 for me also. 17. Woo. Everybody takes half. 
and he gets no temporary hit points. Half of 24 is 12. Jesus. I'm on Come on! <laughs> Dang it. Come, Come on, on, man. That doesn't drop you again. No, it does not, but it's not far off. <laughs> Neither of us are looking very good. Like I, I chose to go ahead and put heat metal on that instead of instead of doing wither and bloom, and I really could use those hit points. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like holding my spleen over here. And now it is Finnegan's turn. Oh gosh. Oh jeez. Guys, I'll do my little thing where I draw a little heart and I'm gonna flick it towards Selenoth. That's gonna be cure wounds at third level again because that's all I've got left. Yep. And that is four is five. Twelve plus five is seventeen hit points back to Selenoth. And then as a bonus action. I am going to... I'll give Bardic Inspiration. Thank you. That'll be my full turn. Okay. All right. As you, all say, you got this, fish man! I believe in you! <laughs> At the uh, end of your turn, one legendary action left. The Dullahan will turn and make a single weapon attack against Finnegan. No! <laughs> oh, because he's in it. Because of all of that healing that's being thrown out. Four or because we're at disadvantage again. Eleven, and the eleven, I'm sure, will miss you. Yes. I duck under the axe, and it takes a few of my hairs off, and I just go, "Hoo hoo!" Off the top. <laughs> Tiny buckets, a little tinier. <laughs> and Aradriel. Oh wait, no. Um, got everything to your turn. At this point, I have. Think maybe see. Yeah, that just lets me know where it is. So I am going to cast Ralphum Psychic Lance <laughs> at its normal level, which is fourth level, my last fourth level spell. And at him and say, pour it on, sell it off. We're nearing the end. Are we? Are we? Are we really? He rolls a five on his intelligence save. That's nice. That's uh, nice. That's very fortunate. 76 coming your way. And he's incapacitated. And he's incapacitated. And he's incapacitated. That's the bigger deal. <laughs> 27 psychic damage. That removed more than half of his remaining hit points. <sighs> Finish him! Nice. As your lightning circles his chest and chains once again, your psychic crackling, lightning, but crackling energy. Any further actions? I'm going to maintain my position. Actually, he's incapacitated. Advantage is already granted. As soon as he moves, he's going to headhunt me anyway, but I'm... I'm going to move... 
just to make sure that head doesn't decide to come get me. <laughs> no, because he'll just fireball me. No. You will note that this one does not have fire floating around its head. This is nowhere near the... does not feel anywhere near as threatening as the flaming skull from earlier. I.e. he can't cast fireball. You don't know that, but I probably shouldn't have told you. Oh, I know. I am going to bonus action with my racial ability. And... Action... Bonus action. I am going to Starlight Step. And I'm going to go 30 feet away. Nice. <laughs> run away! Wait, now, what did you do right before you ran away? I Starlight. Oh, you, you, okay. Right. You sneaky stepped. Got you. Yeah. It's like yeah. Dusty Step, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the what? Astral what? Elf Opportunity version attack? of it. Nice. <laughs> and I'm hoping I can do something else neat from here. All right. That's me. Okay. Now it's the Dulahan, and he sways back and forth a little bit. But the gnashing skull attempts to bite yet again. Dirty 20. Yep, that'll hit. For five regular, eight necrotic. So 13 total, which I am significantly injured, and I need to make my constitution save against a 10. 10 or half the damage, and this wasn't over 20, so yeah, against a 10. It's a 13. <laughs> that was too close for comfort. Okay. It's my turn, yeah? It is your turn. Cool. A bonus action. I'm going to make him make his saving throw for the damage on the heat metal. Come on. You have not failed one the entire time. <laughs> and I threw out a dirty 20, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unbelievable. I've used the Deviant. They're all right here. Unbelievable. Uh, no, yeah. No, I'm sure they're legit. I just, the number of saving throws that you have passed on this is For the remarkable. Constitution, yeah, it's been crazy. It's that's been yep. that's been nuts. Okay. All right. Onath will look over at uh, Finnegan. So, you said you want you you said you want to make a spoon from the skull, right? Yeah, a spoon. Cool. Then Rotham psychic glance on the big guy. I need him to make me an intelligence save. Intelligence save, which he has not been as successful with. 11 I fails. Why can't he do that to the heat metal saves? That's, uh, <laughs> you like his axe. That axe is mine. 76 in psychic damage. Okay. Seven. Oof. Looks like 30. Yep. 
How do you want to do this? Again, he's like, after, he's down to six hit points, so he's he is definitely hurting, and he just takes his last remaining amount of concentration and focus and just focuses it on how hurt he was that he cheated in the competition because you really just like we won fair and square and you cheated you're a dirt dirty cheater and i just i you just hear his heart like tinkle as uh as sarathem just just calls him a cheater to his face and you crush him from within you wake the spirit of honor he once had as a live warrior and it crushes him Yes. And his armor crumples in on itself as though he's imploding. And nothing but his axe remains. Yes! Moment to go. yes. Hold on, don't touch and that. It's still explodes. hot. <laughs> still hot, don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> I, will, I will run up to where he was and then tentatively like, walk around the axe and just blow on it a bunch like <laughs> and like my hands on that I think I can probably <laughs> get grab like it cloak, like. get the cloak and try to cool it off and as soon as I can I'm picking this thing up guys guys uh, you go see if you can get the book I'm gonna go wake up some ghosts and I'll just pick up the axe and strike a chord in the middle of the yard as you strike that chord a ghost materializes on the steps sweet and he's the faint glowing form of a tiefling dressed in some form of finery. And he's carrying a corporeal book, not an incorporeal book, but a corporeal book in his hands. And as he approaches, he says, curl my horns and call me a satyr. You actually killed him. Yeah, we did. He did, and I'll point it. Many have come before, but none have ever succeeded. Here, take my book out into the world. And he hands you a book that says, The Tales of Revelry the Bard. Yes! Nice. Amazing. Like, you lads enjoy the book, and then I'll have the axe on my shoulder, which, by the way, this axe is way the heck too big for me, but <laughs> I'm totally right. Right. Like, it's half this is... massive axe can turn and be like, I got what I came for. <laughs> it's your size. It's like the size of you. <laughs> it is the size <laughs> of me. I love it. Ergo will stand over the body, and he'll look down at it, and I will carry this tail into the stars. You son of a bitch, we are the best there has ever been. Yes. <laughs> and somewhere in the distant part of the graveyard, you hear <laughs> which was the end of that song. Oh goodness. What a fabulous scenario, Glenn. First of all, like that was that brilliant. Really oh, that was so much like, fun. What so much fun. And I love the way that you brought in Revelry the Bard. When you said curl my horns and call me a satyr, I was like, wait a minute, that sounds awful familiar. Why do I know that? And that's what Revelry <laughs> was all the time. So well done on that front. Yeah. Awesome. This was good. Was, this was good. That was brutal. Had us on the ropes. I never felt it was unfair, but I was definitely struggling. It was a to be fair, to make it extra deadly and creepy mm-hmm. for the Halloween factor. The Dulahan's yeah. second form is an additional amount of experience that was not calculated in the deadly encounter. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that also made for a great baddie. Since yeah. y'all yeah. were fighting like, him and doing that, that thing, you awesome. had healing. Yeah. 
Yeah, that yeah. was a great, that was a great baddie. And we got to have a bard battle at the front, which is, that's what you need in every bard <laughs> yeah. encounter. So that was perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I had no doubt in my mind that they were going to, that that's, this dude was going to let us walk away either. I was like, oh, no. Even if we beat this no. dude, nah, this is not, no, we're going to have to throw down. That's, yeah. Color me naive, I actually thought we might have got out of it with that. (laughs) (laughs) What was that, Glenn? I couldn't be certain y'all would participate in the bard battle, but I was pretty sure. I was pretty sure that at least one of you would fight on the challenge from hell. Oh, yeah. I I did try to use dissonant whispers on him uh, during the battle. So participate in air quotes. I had it gone multiple rounds. I had a couple tricks I was going to try to do during that, but I was going to do some vicious mockery. I was going to twist the drum thing, spin it on my fingers, uh, and uh, do uh, vicious mockery at at him or something like that. I thought about drawing the bard battle part out longer and multiple (laughs) rounds, so to speak, but I already knew it was delaying the inevitable combat. And Check it out. We're at midnight, so I'm glad. Yeah, that's fine. Really fun. Really great. That was um, awesome. And, I enjoyed it. That's well, a again. brilliant Halloween scenario. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I was uh, hoping that uh, y'all would like yeah. it for a creepy ass Halloween. Oh yeah. Scenario. I'm sorry yeah. we lost the creepy music because that would have. I was really. Oh, uh, we'll make sure. Yeah, I, I was vibing that as well. But yeah, we'll it, was, sure it was helping me with yeah. pacing too. I was like slowing yeah. down and letting the music carry <laughs> it. Yeah. 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 Get some spooky Halloween vibes. As always, Skull, thank you so very much for joining us. Hope that thank you have fun you once again. so it's much for me. For these. It's so much fun. Such a blast. Yeah. I have such a good time every single time. So thank you so very much for having me. That was oh, awesome. Absolutely. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, fun. and you know, and uh, once again, I think that this is going to be this is going to be very interesting when we actually start talking about the Bard class when we get to those mm-hmm. episodes because mm-hmm. once again, it puts some perspective. Like I, I won't spoil, but I definitely had some thoughts on how I could proceed with this character, mm-hmm. and it did not go quite to plan. So yeah. that was their spellcasting ability is no joke. That psychic yeah. lance spell is no joke. Yeah, so. that, that, that that that's a top tier spell. But they yeah. don't have a lot of offensive spells. Bards are right. really low on offense in general. That was part of what I liked about the College of Lore, allowing you to take spells from other classes. You can get some heavier hitting offensive spells. And this was the first time I'd ever played a bard before. And I was, again, I think I had some very biased misconceptions coming in along that lines when your party is dying and all you can do is play your instrument. And I think (laughs) that at least in my experience playing this subclass, that it's not deserving of that at all, because I was surprised at how much versatility I could pack into one one single thing. And beyond what we've been able to explore here just with the class warfare is that what you can do with skills and languages with a bard just opens up all kinds of doors when it comes to yeah. role play and gameplay outside Absolutely. of combat too, which is really cool. Yeah, like what were you yeah. dropping? Like a plus 13 on your intimidation? Yeah, I had a plus Holy 13 crap. on intimidation. I had plus 12 on acrobatics and I had a plus nine on stealth because I chose expertise in those. Yeah, um, but yeah, you can do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, for me, I was rocking a, an eleven on deception, an eleven on persuasion, and an eleven on stealth. College of Whispers is no joke. They they are as good as a rogue in 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 just about everything except for whatever that specific thing that a rogue like a rogue thief will be just sl- bet slightly better than a College of Whispers. A rogue assassin will be slightly better than a College of Whispers, but in a more spellcasting ability it makes up for that. Yeah, with the spellcasting ability, but my ability to just be in places as an astral elf, like I can be thirty feet away. And I, I had the ability, it just didn't really it wasn't gonna be useful in this scenario to use greater invisibility. These are things that like there's some really impressive things that this character yep. can do. And we're fighting dead guys, so some of my abilities are just do not work here. If we were fighting living minions, 
I would have turned them into, I would have turned at least one of them into a thing that would have been helping me. So we would have had an ally, but they were already dead. So I didn't think nice. that worked in that scenario. Well, greater invisibility would have let you hide, though the uh, Dulahan has true sight. True sight. Yep. <laughs> so it wouldn't yeah. have mattered, yeah. But yeah, nobody else would have been, none of the rest of them would have been able to see. Higher level yeah. undead are going to see through invisibility, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. That one fireball wouldn't have seen me, but I probably would have been in the area anyway, so yeah. it wouldn't have mattered either. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right, gentlemen, cool. it's called. Appreciate the Great time as time. always. And, Thank you uh, all so much. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Uh, we'll be in touch. I'm not sure when we're going to be doing the next one because the, so Bard is actually the last class that we have to discuss, but we have not done class warfares for all of the classes yet. Correct. So, we've got to go backwards uh, on some of those. Yeah, we've got to go nice. backwards on some of those. And we've got some good ones. We've got like Ranger, Cleric, Paladin, Fighter. Warlock. No, no, no. no we've got Fighter. Yeah, we've got some good ones to go ahead and pick from, I would imagine, uh, probably in the new year. Awesome. Yeah, I'm so down for any and all. Just oh, say the word. I love great. it. Absolutely. We, we will absolutely be, uh, be reaching out to you. I think it's your turn. It's your turn to run, I think, next, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, I think it's your turn, Josh, is it? No, is I it? ran. No, you ran. I think you ran. I ran, you ran the I, ran, I, ran, I ran Monk. I I guess monk. Yeah, I, I that's ran. right. Yeah. I, I ran Monk. You, you ran Druid. Staying in order. Yeah. So it's Skull's turn next. I think it's my turn next. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So it would have been monk, druid, and then bard. So whatever we do next. So whatever we do next. Cool. (laughs) Awesome. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you everybody for watching. Thank you for listening as always. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, at TT Journeys, by joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you want early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual plays, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. You're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible. We would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays, and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.